Welcome to Stop Shitting on Yourself. I'm your host, Heidi Engel. Today, we are talking about that ever-important and ever-elusive topic of self-care. Now, I don't know about you, but as a woman and a mother, self-care is really hard for me to get in during the day. It just doesn't end up high enough on the list for it to get fit in. It's hard to prioritize self-care. There's a lot of inner dialogue that comes up when we're trying to think about self-care. One of the main things that comes up is guilt. We also want control. There's a perfectionist piece of doing things right or doing them our way. And then we can play the martyr right? I do all these things and somebody will notice someday that I work so hard, maybe on my deathbed, maybe never. Let's talk about the guilt. Why is it that we spend so much of our day doing things for the people around us, our family, our children, our spouse, our coworkers, friends, neighbors even, And we don't take the time to stop and do something for ourselves. Why do we feel badly about prioritizing time for us to be alone? What do we feel we are taking away from the people around us if we do something for ourselves? The first way to relate to this voice is to figure out whose voice is it? Is it your voice? Is it your mom's voice? Is it your dad's voice, your grandmother's voice, an aunt, a friend, an old boss you had? Whose voice is it that's telling you, you are not worthy of this time? That what you are here for is to give yourself endlessly and tirelessly to everybody else in your life and not show up for yourself. And if you do try to show up for yourself, then you're being selfish. It's an inner dialogue that we have as a habit and we need to figure out how we relate to that voice. Do you agree with what that voice is saying, right? This is that self-compassion piece Write those words down. Would you say that to a friend if she was thinking about going for a walk by herself instead of doing the laundry? And she said to herself what you say to yourself. You would tell her she was crazy. She deserves a walk. Who cares about the laundry? Let it go. Do something for yourself. You deserve it right? It's this piece of worthiness that gets confused in this guilt that we're taking away from those around us. I always get a little prickly when people talk about women being great multitaskers, because I just picture women running around doing everything for everybody else at this frantic pace in the hopes that they'll get a moment to do what they actually want to do, right? All these things are going to get done first and then maybe I'll be able to do something for myself. 
I remember growing up thinking that my mom never sat down. She was always working. And a couple of months ago, I sat down on the couch to check email. I wasn't even doing something that I enjoy all that much. And my daughter commented that she never saw me sit on that couch. What are we teaching our children about caring for yourself? If you don't lean in and care for yourself, you're teaching the people around you that it's okay that they don't do that for you. And you're teaching your children that it's okay that they don't do that for themselves, that other people's needs are more important than their needs for themselves. So this voice of guilt, although it may be strong, it needs to be put up against, do you agree with that? And is this voice of guilt something that you can overcome and move through and say, I may feel guilty, but it's more important that I show up for myself than I don't show up for myself. Right? That voice is loud, but the voice that is showing you you have worth needs to be even louder. So that's the guilt piece. And then there's that martyr piece of I'm going to do everything and I'm going to hold all of this and maybe someday somebody will give me recognition and, and notice that I've given my life Let's take a minute. You're not Mother Teresa, right? Or if you are, wonderful, but then you're not listening to this podcast. So what is it you're really wanting? What is that voice really wanting? Because I bet if you have gotten recognition or praise or thanks from the people in your life, it has not calmed that voice down. It's because that voice wants you to recognize yourself. It will not be satisfied until you step up and show up for yourself. You're the only one who can trust yourself to do what is best for you. It's building trust. Do you trust yourself to show up? You're probably in the habit of not showing up for yourself. So why would you expect anybody else to? You don't. But that's a vicious cycle. And in order to break it, you have to start showing up for yourself. And it can be in little ways. You don't have to do everything on your self-care list in order to feel like you're succeeding at self-care, right? What's the point of self-care? Self-care is to have a moment to check in, to have some me time, To feel at the end of the day when you rest your head on your pillow that you did something for yourself, that it wasn't a day that you just rushed through and got everything done on your list or half the things done on your list, but you didn't do a single thing to check in for yourself. Another piece of self-care that we have a difficult time adding it in is because we want things done our way. Right? We have our list of priorities and the list of needs and the list of chores. And if we just do it ourselves, it's faster and it's done right. 
And so you've got to look at that list and really decide which things do you actually care about and which things can you delegate? Because let me tell you, if your kids can walk, they can help with the chores. If you care about how the laundry is folded and put away, teach them how to do it. They're not going to get it right. And it's going to take longer, but you're teaching them to care for themselves. I don't care about the laundry. The laundry is something that I had a lot of resentment around. I am one fifth of the dirty laundry in my house. I have children who wear multiple outfits a day. So in actuality, it's even less than that. I got to the point where I just said, I'm not doing this anymore. And my children got so frustrated with not having the clothes they wanted to wear clean that they started asking me how they could do the laundry. They are learning how to do the laundry because I decided I am resentful about this and I don't want to be resentful anymore. I don't want to own everything. You don't have to own everything. There are some things that you can shift your perspective in. Right. So look at that list. What are the things that you can get rid of, that you can delegate, that you can communicate to the people in your life? This is not something that I want to own anymore. How can we share this project or how can I give this to somebody else? Because I don't want to own this. And then there may be things that you enjoy and you do want them done your way. And that's an opportunity for a moment to check in. I went to visit a friend a few years ago and I have three kids. So I was doing the dishes a lot and trying to keep her house clean. And she finally said to me, you know, can you, can you stop doing the dishes? It's giving me anxiety. I do the dishes at the end of the day and let's just leave them. So at the end of her day, Her family together cleans the dishes from the day as their end of day sort of family chore. I love this. This does not work for my family. (laughs) You will find things that work for your family and things that work for somebody else's family. I love having a clean sink. It is a moment for me to check in, to meditate, to be calm and quiet. And the feeling is if nothing else in my day is going well, at least my sink is clean. If I rush through doing the dishes, I miss that moment. And it happens a lot. I get to the end of the dishes and I think, oh, shoot, I just had five minutes where I could have been meditating and paying attention and single-minded focus and letting everything be quiet. You may have this in your car. Turn the music off, turn your podcast off, turn the book off and just be in your car for five minutes and breathe and check in with yourself. This is self-care. It may not be the bath or the walk or the checking in with a friend or the cup of hot tea that you ideally would love to have, but it's a moment to check in with yourself. So that when you do get to the end of your day, you don't realize it didn't happen. And it's going to take time. You're not in the habit of doing this right now. So as you do this, when you remember gratitude, 
even if you remember when you lay down at the end of the day that you didn't do it, gratitude that you remembered. You you did eventually remember. It was later than you might have ideally wanted it to be, but you did remember. You did care enough at one point in the day to check in with yourself and breathe and slow down. So what do we what do we do with these three voices, right? Sometimes we have them all, sometimes there's one that's louder than the other, right? That martyr the one who wants control and things done their way, and the guilt. And there's a thread of similarity through all of these, and it's caring. You care deeply. It may not be about the laundry or the dishes, but you care that you are showing up for the people around you. And you care that there's some recognition for the work that you do. And so with self-care, it's being aware that you do have that caring and you have that caring for yourself. You have to lead by example. So whatever voices are telling you that you're not worth it, that other things are more important, that you don't have enough time in the day, it's time to take a look at those voices so that you can move them out of the way and listen to the one who cares about you. One of my girlfriends does this really well. She knows that if she doesn't exercise every morning as soon as she wakes up, her fuse is shorter. She's cranky. She's resentful. It affects every single part of her day. When COVID came, they were very isolated. She was homeschooling her kids. The time in her day for herself shortened significantly. So her solution was to get a Peloton and give herself 30 minutes. So instead of getting the hour to an hour and a half, she would get of alone time outside, which she loved. She made a compromise to say, okay, I get 30 minutes. And it took significant communication with her kids to say, don't come in here. This is the kind of person you will talk to if you come in here and this time is not respected. And it takes a while. It takes weeks of repeating that communication. If we have trained the people in our lives to not allow us space and time for ourselves We have to give them some time to get used to this new behavior. And it's hard because that's when the guilt comes up. You have to vocalize, I need this. I need this for me. And I need to not be with you when I do this for me. I will be happier. I will be calmer. I will be more patient. I will be more present with you if I can have this time to do this thing for myself, if I can have help with these chores, this is the kind of person I will have more of an opportunity to be, to show up for. So it's gonna take some real communication and it's gonna take some real self-reflection. The homework is 
to look at your list of your must do's, whether it's a day, a week, however you want to organize it. What are the things that are on your list that you just absolutely put before you? What is the thing that is at the bottom of that list that you do not enjoy, that you may not even care if it even gets done? How can you delegate that? How can you hand that off? How can you communicate? This is not enjoyable for me. I do this for all of you. How can we share this? And then what's at the top of that list? What is the thing that you really do actually maybe enjoy? And how can you turn that into a moment of check-in, of calm, quiet, self-reflection, even if the world around you is crazy? Are you able to have a moment where you slow down and just focus on that one task? I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you have chosen to enjoy in your day and find a moment for self-reflection. And how did you delegate and how did you communicate to your family what you needed to delegate? You can find me at www.heidiangelcoaching.com or you can leave your comments below. Enjoy your day.